We talked recently about investment scams on Money Talk Extra and gave some advice about how to spot them and avoid them. Unfortunately, within days of that, the police revealed details of a fraud that duped seven investors out of a total of nearly 620 million Hong Kong dollars, which involved trading gold on the London commodities market. To find out what happened, I'm joined now by Paul Jackson, Managing Director and Asia-Pacific Leader for Cyber Risk at Kroll. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Peter. Um, what is London Gold? Well, London Gold is one of these investment scams that uh, has been resurfacing uh, perennially over the years, which basically involves these um, the groups of uh, individuals claiming to represent certain high-quality investments in gold bullion. And uh, they normally engage the potential clients through cold calling, and they try to impress them that the market is hot, it's great for gold, you know, often with stories like um, there's war looming, you know, look at the problems in Korea or uh, in the Middle East, etc. And when there's war, the price of gold booms. So they try to get a hook into these uh, individuals and they play the long game. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to them uh, at great length and they'll build their trust and confidence. And when they feel the time is right, they'll encourage them and say, look, we've got this great investment plan for you. Let's start investing in gold. The time is right. You're going to make loads of money on this. and But let us handle it for you. We're the experts. We're the investment experts. And so let us set up an account in your name. Let us uh, handle it all for you. We'll do the transactions. But what the punters don't realize is that there's hefty commissions uh, on, on these transactions. And, of course, the market is not as good as as what is being claimed. So they make losses on the trades as well. So over a very short period of time, the fraudsters handle multiple transactions, each with a hefty commission. The punters, they lose their money rapidly and they find that the investment that they've deposited into the account quickly dwindles to almost nothing. Mm. And do the uh, investors, do they sign over the rights for these um, scamsters to sort of trade on your account? Is that in effect what you've done? Yes, that's absolutely right. So they build up that trust and they say, hey, we're the professionals. Let us run this for you. You know, mm. we'll run the trades and we'll help you make big money out of these transactions. But before they know it, they've lost a lot of money. And you know what? Uh, they'll come up with some story to explain why the losses have happened and say, look, we can recoup these losses. Just invest some more money and we'll get your money back. And this is what happened, I, I believe, in a number of these cases that you're seeing now surfaced in the news where they've just felt so bad about losing the money that they, they felt they had to recoup it somehow and they, uh, and they hence deposited more money only to see it go the same direction. Now, investing in gold itself is a perfectly legitimate investment strategy. Sometimes it can be quite a good one. Um, so how do you distinguish between what is a legitimate investment in gold as opposed to one of these scams? And that's a very good question. So, yes, of course, gold is, is yeah, for, for, you know, time eternal has been a great investment for uh, uh, for people. But, you know, it, it, a lot comes down to the uh, the quality of the company or individuals that you are investing with. So what these uh, victims fail to appreciate, of course, is to do any background checks, any due diligence on the companies or so-called companies that they are investing with to do those little background checks. And instead, they get sucked into this world of make-believe. And uh, do you know what? This is why I'm getting more involved in this, because obviously my background is cyber. And we're seeing now the evolution of these frauds in many ways, uh, where they used to be just cold calling on the phone. 
They're now building social media profiles that make it look like they're rich and wealthy, they're living the dream, all down to these investments. And they're therefore per perpetuating a myth almost that, uh, you know, that, that it's get rich quick. And, uh, and that's really the, the, the crux of the problem, I guess. Now, the people, the victims here, in, uh, lost 620 million Hong Kong dollars. Now, that suggests people with that sort of money tend to be quite experienced investors. So how on earth do experienced investors get dragged into this? And if experienced investors can fall for this, what, what do less experienced members of the public need to do to protect themselves? Well, firstly, I'm not convinced they are experienced investors. I believe that the victims have often made their money through other means, say property or other, you know, um, um, companies that they may have owned, um, less likely through investments. Um, so, you know, we're not sure of the source of wealth of the individuals who've lost money. But, yeah, you're right, though. You know, how, how do you safeguard against it? It's difficult because the, the social engineering has evolved to such a, a compelling um, story nowadays or compelling status that such that it's very hard to distinguish what's real and what's not. And they are so good at building profiles, so good at building false personalities and, and perpetuating this myth of wealth that, uh, you know, it kind of sucks in the, uh, in, the, in, in the victims to want to be part of that world. And so whether you're an experienced investor or not, sometimes this fantasy or illusion that you're going to make a lot of money can, you know, make, make you make irrational decisions. And are there a lot of these types of scams going on in Hong Kong? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, unfortunately, Hong Kong seems to be very prone or, uh, to finding victims for all of these kind of scams. So you'll see in the news recently the romance scams. These are extremely prevalent at the moment mm. and large percentage are female uh, victims here where, again, it's the long game where somebody will um, build a relationship, a long-distance relationship with a lonely, a lonely person, a lonely single person, and ultimately over time <laughs> try and convince them that they are into a long-term relationship but at some point they will introduce the fact that they need money or that there is some uh, you know issue that they have ongoing where they have a, a cash flow problem and they will trick the uh, the victim into sending them money and these scams are very very common at the moment unfortunately a lot through the dating sites so you'll see a lot of these online dating sites now emerging uh, have emerged over the last few years, and a lot of them prey in these kind of uh, platforms. So what should you do then to protect yourself and to be vigilant? Are there some telltale signs you should watch out for that should ring alarm bells in your mind? Yes, I mean, obviously get rich quick. You know, if it's too good to be true, then it normally is. So start doing the background checks. You know, simple Google searches on these kind of, you know, if anybody had searched London Gold or local London Gold, you will immediately see page after page warning you that this is a fraud. These are a scam. That's a simple check, and it, and it almost beggars belief that the investors, when you're talking about such sums, don't even begin to do such simple checks, or apparently don't do such simple checks. But then there's the actual companies themselves. Do background checks. Are they a real company? Are they legitimate? Are they licensed? Are they properly, uh, you know, uh, are, are they proper traders? Are they proper brokers? And that is, again, not very difficult um, to, to assess. Uh, again, can be mostly done online or by hiring at a very low cost, some some due diligence company. If you're investing that kind of sums, then a, a couple of thousand spent on, on due diligence surely should be a sensible Paul, precaution. thank you very much indeed. That was Paul Jackson, Managing Director of Kroll. That's all for this morning. Next week, we're going to take a look at prenuptial agreements. Jimmy Lamb will meet up with a listener who's a flight attendant. 
And I'll meet another local entrepreneur with tips for how to successfully start up your own business. From me, Peter Lewis, have a great week.